Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting over there is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey Dave. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, mate, you? Yeah, not too bad, not too Week bad. seven, week seven already. Yep. Whew. Over and done with, finished, forget about it. Well, before you forget about it, Dave, we better talk about the games, otherwise it's going to be a very short podcast. Um, yeah, we're going to break down all the games. We've picked out eight of the, the matchups that we want to take a little bit longer with. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to start, Dave, in New England. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because they were playing the Broncos last week. It's because they were then playing the 49ers this week. Mm, um, I don't think they turned up. No? I don't think they did. I don't well, they sat outside in the Unfortunately for Belichick, there were 11 men on the field at any one time. So uh, we're going to have to talk about it. 12 at one point. Mm. You haven't seen that from the Patriots in quite a few years. It's all falling apart. So there were two rushing touchdowns from running back Jeff Wilson and one for fullback Carl Juszczyk helped get the 49ers to a 23-3 half-time lead in Foxborough. Sure, Jimmy G had thrown two picks to Devin McCourty and JC Jackson, but Cam had thrown two of his own to Fred Warner and Emmanuel Mosley. Second half didn't get any better for the Patriots. Jeff Wilson got his third rushing touchdown of the game but ruined his ankle and today is sitting on IR. Uh, Cam threw a third pick, this time to Jamar Taylor, and that was time for Belichick to make the switch to Jarrett Stidham. Time for those Stidham troopers in Foxborough to uh, stand up. He got two drives in. He went 6 of 10. He threw a pick to Jamar Taylor for Taylor's second interception of the game. The final score, 33 points to 6. The 49ers had a bad week last week, but they bounced back this week, albeit the fact that their quarterback's didn't throw a touchdown and had two interceptions. Yep. Uh, and also, of course, they've had a rotating list of players on uh, on IR at running back. Yeah, they've been as bad as the Broncos have in terms of losing players, and it carries on this week. Um, yeah. Wilson had his real breakout game this week. Um, and then broke his ankle, basically. Yep. So and then he's on IR. Yeah, 112 Deep. rushing yards, 120 scrimmage, yep. and three touchdowns. Um, You know that feeling when you're a really bad human, when... You've already put in a waiver claim, you came for him, and then you discreetly cancel the waiver claim. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I think most I of the horrible. league did. Ex- I was I was sitting in eleventh on the waiver list, so I knew I wasn't going to get him. But well, I've been sitting there with Jarrett McKinnon in my <laughs> team, and I'm like, please play him. He's like, I'll play next week. Uh, I think, he might not. Actually. I think Debo Te- Samuel's uh, out for a couple of weeks as well. Yeah, but Tevin Coleman might be coming back. I think so. Uh, and Jermichael Hasty got seventy three scrimmage yards, as I told you a few weeks ago to pick up Jermichael. Don't need him. Pat- oh, come on, dude. I'm all right. I'm moving back. It's fine. <laughs> this is the Pats' third loss in a row. Some yes. seasons don't lose three games. No, but at the same time, um, they ha- they did basically lose a week of the season because of the COVID shutdown. Yeah, but that's their fault. It's not as if I, some other team nixed dis- it for listen, them. Listen, that's that's neither here nor there. The fact is, they've lost that week. And when you lose a when you lose a week in any other sport, it's fine because the season carries on for seven or eight months. Lose it in the NFL, that's a good proportion of the week. Especially mm. when you're not at OTAs at the beginning as well. They look like a team that's underprepared. They look like a team that's where the guys have only just met. And that's ne- something you'd never say about a Bill Belichick side. No. I mean, the 49ers had almost two-thirds of time in possession. Yeah. Um, and the Patriots only completed one of six third-down attempts. Yeah. And usually I, they're masters at that. I don't really understand the reason to remove Cam Newton from the game. I don't get it. I mean, when you look at it, you say, yeah, you have three interceptions. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first one, interception, that was his, that was on him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was ways, and they went and and the Forty Nine ers went and scored um, seven points from that. Mm-hmm. The second one was a deep throw, and I think it was caught on by the Forty Nine ers on their own ten. 
I think. It was deep in their own half. Yeah. I think it was Fred Warner that might have caught it. I can't remember. Um, and it was returned onto the 45 and that was it. There was nothing that came from that because I think the following play after that, Garoppolo threw uh, an yeah, interception threw it right back again, yeah. Um, the next one was a tip pass. So it's not as though it was three interceptions and he was playing terribly. It's not like he was Rivers earlier this season when it was just an interception machine. And non, the problem is the 49ers... Uh, pass rush is very very good even even with the injuries that they have it's still very good mm-hmm. and with the lack of talent on the receiving core for the Patriots Cam Newton was having to wait so long for any form of separation yeah Edelman's definitely it's hobbled isn't he insanity how badly they need a good solid wide receiver and he's just not there so I don't understand what bringing in Jared did and what difference it would have made. I mean, he threw an interception. It was a bad interception as well, the one he threw. Well, let's face it. The game was over when they they pulled him anyway. So it's not as if he was in danger of of having a comeback. Uh, He had just got his third interception. He felt resigned to the fact that, you know, there was was nothing more that he could do in that game. He wasn't getting any better. He hadn't, well, he wasn't even a top rusher for the for the Patriots which is a bit weird yeah. so Damian Harris had 58 yards but then through the air Jacoby Myers was the top receiver there with 60 yeah. and then the next one down is Rex Burkhead with 35 so and one of those just, was on a slant where he made about 18 yards yeah, in there one was run. just no offense at all it wasn't no. just Cam the, the, so, the ball was not moving if you're in charge of a team where there is no offense and you're not gelling and that kind of do you not at that point say okay keep our a squad out in the field because we're going to use this as a practice we need them to have as much as many reps together and if that happens to be in game time all the better there's no reason to bring in your backup because what you're doing essentially is removing reps from your first team it just doesn't make sense unless he's going to start Stidham next week which why would you I mean, Stidham was a rookie last year, so he never really got a chance last year, well, obviously, because of break. One chance one for chance. an exception. Yeah, I know, yeah, he's good but at he's that. But he's not Cam Newton. No, I know. But then Cam Newton's not their future either. He's there, he's we're there seeing, immediate. We're seeing a lack of arm power. You know, he's had those surges on his shoulder. Yes. And some he has lost a bit of velocity on his throw. But he's a playmaker. He, I, look, I love Cam Newton. Yeah. I wish he was throwing like he was when he first came into the league, but he has lost a bit of that zip. Yep. And I think Belichick's seen it as well. And he's on a, a prove-it deal anyway. He's not as if they haven't locked him into a big contract. They don't have to start him. It was a, let's see what you can do, Cam. Yep. We've got this other guy that we we brought in. He was a relatively high pick for the Patriots, like third round. You know, that is a quarterback. It was quite high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you've got to give him some time to, to see what you've got. A bit like the Bengals did last year when they tried their, their rookie out just to see if they wanted I to draft a quarterback. remember that rookie's name. Jesus. I mean, that's saying something. The thing is, I agree with you. Cam you see Newton, what I mean? It's not, Cam Newton is it's, not it's their not future. It's not a slight on Cam either. Cam Newton's not their future. No. Neither is Jared Stidham. Well, no, but you've got to know that. And there are still these I truthers think, in New I England that are going, do. Jared Stidham's really good if you just give him a chance. Good luck to them. Yeah, I know, but you've got to prove that, haven't you? So, you I don't go. think you have to. I think Belichick knows. I think he knows where the future lies. I just don't understand the decision. I mean, you, you, you have to be right. I, you, no, genu- I am right. you genuinely have to be right because otherwise it makes it doesn't make a lick of sense. Mm. But to me, I I don't understand it. I really don't. Thirty three six, and I've I've never seen the score like that in Foxborough. I can't no. remember. I mean, they had the the week one with the the Chiefs a few years ago when Kareem Hunt scored three touchdowns on them, and they kind of that was first game of the season. Though. Yeah, I'm trying. To, that's the first thing I can think of is first any game sort of, the of a one sided affair. And I believe. Um, I can't remember what it was. There was a particular issue with them that way. There was an injury or something. One of the players limped out the last minute or something. Mm. But yeah, that was the last time they really got tortured. 
I want to move on now to Cincinnati. Yeah. So a game between two teams with much more similar than their current records would indicate. The Bengals started a crazy game by throwing a pick to BJ Goodson in the end zone when they were at the two-yard line. Cleveland returned the favour two plays later as Baker's first throw was intercepted by Darius Phillips and OBJ, Dave, was injured on the play. More about that later, but that was one of the worst tackles I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He tried to jump on him like a, a rucksack. Yeah, I mean, there's a guy who can't, doesn't tackle and shows why he doesn't but tackle. But we know that wide receivers can tackle. Mm, not always. We've seen that, We've seen that this week <laughs> from another game. Another three, three plays, and Joe Burrow ran a touchdown in himself as they had to make do without feature back Joe Mixon. Miles Garrett got a sack fumble on Burrow, but the Browns could only get a field goal out of that turnover. Garrett clocked him with two sacks on the day. Eventually, the Browns did get a touchdown, and it came to rookie tight end Harrison Bryant. The Bengals replied with a Tyler Boyd touchdown catch to see the Bengals winning 17-10 at halftime. Second half, it all kicked off, and every drive ended in points. Harrison Bryant got another touchdown, then David Njoku, who's back from injury. T. Higgins caught a 16-yard pass to put the Bengals back in front. Then running backs Kareem Hunt and Joe Bernard exchanged touchdown catches before the Browns made a one-minute drive from the 25-yard line ending with a 24-yard strike to Donovan Peoples-Jones in the end zone to give the Browns a 37-34 win away. Yeah. Really good game. It was a great game. Same as the first time these two teams played each other. It was a great game. It was a very strange stat line for Baker because his first five throws were incomplete and one of them was a an interception, obviously, so that wasn't good in his rating. But yeah. as soon as OBJ went out... Now you see, I was going to mention he started to started to gel a bit there. Anyone, of 28. anyone who watches any kind of NFL media, and we know what we're talking about, there's mm. this popular consensus that Baker Mayfield isn't as good when OBJ's there because he's having to focus on getting in the ball and that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't subscribe to that. Okay. I subscribe to give me as many weapons as possible. Forget this whole remove OBJ from the game and it makes me better kind of thing. It's like you have loads of Arsenal fans who say, we were better when we lost Thierry Henry. No, you weren't. You just weren't. So pipe <laughs> who the hell down. said that? There's a, there's a few. Wow. So we were able to spread the ball around better and everyone looks great. No, you had Nicholas Benton, I'll pipe down. Anyway, when you look at the Browns this week, they lost OBJ mm. and all of a sudden the quarterback you cannot normally lean on scores five touchdowns 22 out of 30 passes or 22 22 out of 28 yeah and nearly 300 yards and Baker getting 300 yards that's Christmas yeah that doesn't happen very often other side of the ball Joe Burrow blows him out of the wall I don't care the fact I I genuinely don't care that Baker Mayfield scored five touchdowns no you can watch that game and go Joe Burrow is better done hmm Easy. Yeah, Joe Burrow had 406 passing yards, three touchdowns. It's not just, not just that, it's, it's the way he's manoeuvring the ball and the way he's manoeuvring the team. Sure. There's one point where he comes through, and I can't I can't remember the player's name, so this is going to sound really weird, but on the <laughs> right-hand side, he's got a receiver who's standing right there, mm-hmm. and he's got a man on him. And he goes through two progressions on his left. So he goes for first progression, first progression, second progression, and the safety who's covering the other man looks and goes, I need, on the to, right. I need to get on the right-hand side. I need to help the middle. I need to provide middle. And he knows the guy on the right is there. As soon as the safety moves, he looks over, checks it down, they get 15 yards. Immediately, just from giving... You don't see rookie quarterbacks using their eyes to manoeuvre defences around the field. Mm-hmm. And he did it in his, what, his seventh game? Yeah. It's insane. He's so good. He's so good. He is very good. Yeah. And as I said earlier, he didn't have Joe Mixon there to lean on when they were trying to just run in uh, goal line scores. Yep. And they were so close. They, but they did again, have Gio Bernard. They did Sorry. have Gio Bernard. Sorry. I mean, he had, I mean, the whole team had 81 yards rushing. Yeah. The Bengals. The Browns only had 82 yards. I was going to say, the Browns are pretty much the same. <laughs> and Kareem Hunt had 76 of those. 
Yeah. So, if you if you look at total yards, yeah, the Bengals outperform them. Mm-hmm. If you look at total first downs, the Bengals outperform them. Time of possessions, it, it. I mean, the Bengals had four sacks. The Browns didn't have any. And it's just it. It's, no, 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 no. Miles sorry, Garrett. the other way around. Yeah, Miles, yeah to, so yeah. the Browns had four sacks. The, the Bengals didn't have any. So it wasn't yeah. the defense who were giving them any kind of pressure on the Browns. It no. Was, it was almost as though you only there's only one game plan for the Bengals, and that's lean on the quarterback. That's all Sling it is. It. it cannot be anything else. And At it, least it's interesting for them, though. Well, it's great to watch as a neutral. Because you know, I don't want to watch last season. Yeah, I don't want to watch the Bengals running the ball. I'm not interested in that, <laughs> let's be honest. But I've got mixed in my fantasy team. So I want it back. <laughs> it was a very, very, very good game. We really enjoyed this game. Yeah, I mean, OBJ has been confirmed as having a season ending injury. It's a torn ACL in his left knee. Yep. Um, Not great. Obviously, you want to see him on the field, but. It might be a blessing in disguise. That, it might be a that blessing that in could disguise. Well be, uh, could well be the very last time we see OBJ in a Browns uniform. I mean, they were talking just last week about he should be demanding a trade. He should be getting out of Cleveland. He's too good for them. Then go. And then, well, yeah, well, he's going to take him now. He's not the best player on that roster, though. I can name three players who are better than him immediately. Oh, yeah, Nick Chubb for a start. Exactly. And then on the other side, you've got Miles Garrett. I mean, mm. Garrett's better than him. It's, it's yeah, interesting. Loose cannons as well as yeah. OBJ. But. Exactly. And Jack Conklin as well for his position. Very, very good. So... There are, I mean, obviously Andy Yanovich as well. It goes oh, without, yeah. goes yeah. without saying. Um, but I'm not... Rolling eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not subscribing to the whole OBJ hype train, but I'm also not subscribing to this. He's uh, Baker's better when he's not there, but it's difficult to sort of ignore those, just, just, those Well, the stats kind of prove it out whenever yeah, OBJ's not there and he has come out it and does, said that he dem- it does, he's I demanding agree. the ball. You it know? does, I, I agree. Um, but I, I still fall on the side of the ball where... Give me as much talent as possible, and that's inevitably going to help you. I want to go to Washington now, Dave. Do you? I've been to Washington. They're not very nice. <laughs> uh, not really, but I want to talk about the game in Washington. So the Dallas Cowboys took an even bigger beating than last week's primetime game against the Cardinals. This one was a divisional game against a team with one win to its name, and no name. The uh, it's a kind of <laughs> it kind of started okay for the Cowboys. They managed to stop the team on fourth and goal, which was good. But five plays later, they were giving up a safety. Uh, Washington's rookie running back, Antonio Gibson, got a touchdown on a 12-yard run. After Tony Pollard returned the kick 67 yards, the Cowboys couldn't move the ball and settled for a 45-yard field goal. Unfortunately for the Cowboys, that was their scoring over for the night. Terry McLaurin completed a 52-yard play from Kyle Allen. Then Logan Thomas caught another one on the next drive. Dalton ended the half getting intercepted by Cole Holcomb. The second half was simply four punts for the Cowboys, a field goal for the team, and most importantly, Andy Dalton getting knocked out of the game by John Bostick. Bostick was ejected after Dalton tried quite, to slide. Yeah, quite right too. Yeah. Um, ben DiNucci, the rookie from Jamestown, took over as the third string quarterback. He actually looked better than Dalton. Well, and he did take, but he did take three sacks for his troubles. He did yeah. start throwing, throwing some completions there. Well, he had to. He threw two completions. <laughs> he did start throwing completions. He threw more than that. He threw more than that. Did he? No, he threw three. Completed two. Oh yeah, two or three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for thirty-nine yards. I mean, you know. Yeah, one of them was about forty. One and one. one Dalton of them had about nine 26. completions for seventy-five yards. Yeah, didn't throw an interception. After the game, head coach Mike McCarthy was talking about Dalton's future following the injury. But surely we should be talking about McCarthy's future, right? Um, maybe. This is as bad as it gets. I mean, this yeah. is worse than Garrett. It is, but again, it's a new coach going into a locker room where there's a lot of egos. Not having any OTAs, mm. a quarterback whose desire is—I'm well, not going to say his desire is questionable, but his motivation is certainly questionable. 
in terms of whether he's there for the team or whether he's there for the money. Who are you talking about, sorry? Dak. You think Dak's not there for the team? I think he's there for the money. Oh. Holding out from 39 million because he wants 41. I think he's there for the money. <laughs> That's the agent talk. That's mm. not him. Either way. But the fact Doing is, you're, you're a new a new head coach going into uh, a franchise which has massive hopes with massive holes with in the roster huge egos in that dressing room with no OTAs it, that's a big deal it's a real big deal and we know you're in the division no one wants to win as well <laughs> it's a title no one wants um, I'm quite surprised that the Cowboys didn't go out and pick up another backup quarterback so they showed good smarts in the off season to go and pick up Andy Dalton I mean we'll pick a, a backup's backup yeah well, we know Dak's out so Andy, they drafted the quarterback Andy Dalton is now your starter now pick up someone who can come in and say, "Okay, we're going to trust this guy to be our number number two, a good solid." Well, now they can two. look for someone. Yeah, but... they're going to have to. But he just uh, imagine though. <laughs> imagine if the Cowboys this week were playing a good team, and this isn't me slating Washington because sounds like you are. I like Washington. You know, I like. I have a fondness for Washington. Mm. But imagine if they were playing the Steelers. Imagine if they were playing Kansas. How badly right. would they have got mauled this week? In the entire second half... 25-3. In the entire second half, Washington scored three points. Yeah. How many would the Ravens have scored? How many would Kansas have scored? Well, they'd How, stopped after a while. They'd have benched they? everyone. Well, yeah, they would have benched their, all their starters. Against the Cowboys, I don't yeah. think they would have. You run the score on the Cowboys until they're bleeding. That's what you do. The, well, we saw the, the Cardinals put 38-10 on the, on the Cowboys team. last week, so... Yeah, so again, they're a decent team, right? They're a, they're a decent team. What if they were playing a good? Uh, they are genuinely they're the most overrated team in the NFL right now. The Cowboys, Cowboys. yeah, horrendous. Who's over? Only their fans are overrating them. Even they're in, on you, suicide. You watch. listen to any kind, any form of the media. Oh, it's only telling them one thing, and all of a sudden, you know, they'll be back and blah blah blah. <laughs> which you, they might be right because again, they're in the division. No one wants to win. Check out Scooter Magruder for any mm. uh, fan videos. There, I mean, the third down efficiency. The team were nine of fifteen. Um, third down attempts and the Cowboys are 3 of 12 Washington gained over twice the amount of yards as the Cowboys over yeah, the game what's happened to Zeke man 45 yards <laughs> rushing <laughs> um, CD Lamb can't get a ball no well, you don't, the thing is you don't need to stuff the box anymore for Ezekiel Elliott you don't need to no. so because I mean they've got three solid wide receivers there I'm I'm a massive fan of CD Lamb. I think he's, mm. I think he's great. His moves are brilliant. I think he's got huge catch radius. Yep. Um, and I like Michael Gallup. I think Michael Gallup's potentially one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league. And they're talking about him moving on. Exactly. He has to. He has to. He's going to get. He's paid. got the contract year, hasn't yeah. he? So. And and then obviously they've um, Amari Cooper as well. So they've got an embarrassment of riches, but teams can now match them in the backfield. Yeah. And you can just take one out of the box, play a nickel formation and cover them man-to-man and have a safety looming. It's no, there's a good chance easy. that Zeke's exactly. going to fumble it. Or Yeah. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Stop fumbling the ball. It's driving me mad. But yeah. So, yeah, good times continue in the NFC East. And, uh, yeah, let's move on to Atlanta. So, Todd Gurley was working for his fantasy owners on Sunday, Dave. Oh. Unfortunately for his actual owner, Arthur Blank, Gurley couldn't help himself but score a touchdown when all he had to do was get a first down. This would have allowed the Falcons to run the clock on the chip shot field goal, but Gurley's natural instincts, I'm guessing, kicked in. It wasn't that. He's... And he broke the plane of the goal line. <laughs> Detroit got the ball back and was able to move the ball all the way back with a minute to go uh, for a touchdown pass to tight end TJ Hawkinson to level the score as time expired. An extra point to win it, thanks to Matt Prater. Arthur Blank really running down from his owner's box, though, before the end of a game. It's getting embarrassing Let's now. Stop doing that. <laughs> 
For the Lions, DeAndre Swift got himself another touchdown this week to start the scoring. Todd Gurley and Calvin Ridley put the Falcons up at half-time. Detroit scored two field goals in the second half to take the lead before that ill-fated drive I mentioned earlier. The final score, 23 to the Lions, 22 to the Falcons. A typical Falcons implosion at the end. Yeah, I mean, rather than saying the Falcons really blew it at the end, I want to give credit to Matt Stafford. Do anyone, it. Anyone who says, anyone who's not I'm sure about sit Matt back Stafford, and listen to this now. anyone who's not sure about Matt Stafford, just watch the final drive. There's points where he was almost taken to the floor and almost sacked, and he escaped the sack, moved the ball, kept. I mean, there's one particular point where they wouldn't have had to um, have a quick check down and do it on uh, uh, because he threw it to the sideline and Hawkinson stayed in bounds when he shouldn't have. But that final drive is as good as you're going to see. I mean, there was two with a side-on flicks that went 35 yards. The, fi- the second-to-last mm-hmm. pass to Galladay, amazing. There's some questions as to whether or not they should have stopped the clock to see whether or not it was a fair catch, but that's a different story. <laughs> They're the NFL rules and you play by them, so that's what it is. But are these two teams basically the same? Really? I mean, I know we, we think of the Falcons being better than they are. And we think of the Lions being worse than they are, generally, mm. in, in sort of media and our general thoughts. Yeah, yeah. When, if so, if I said to you, who's better, the Lions or the Falcons? And you go, well, Fal- ooh, actually, that's not a bad question. All of the talent for the Falcons, the majority of it, is on the offensive side of the ball. Agreed. Now, the Lions have quality, but it's sort of Spread distributed out. within the team. Mm-hmm. I can't kind of separate them. They're kind of the same team. They're a team. They're not the best in their division. They're not a team who are going to make the playoff. They have really good players. But ultimately, they are basically the same team. And that's borne out by the game that we saw. Both might finish bottom of the division. They may do. You may be right. Although, I'm sure the Vikings will have something to say about that the way they are this season. (laughs) I don't know. But I think the, the player of the game... Um, for the Lions was probably Kenny Galladay 114 yeah. yards on 6 catches and it's a shame because Galladay is not going to be at the Lions next season he's just not they can't pay him the amount he's going to need to be paid he's in his final contract year he was drafted 3rd round in 2017 I believe um, and he's earned 4.5 million dollars in 4 years so he's going to be going somewhere and earning 15, 16, 17 million dollars probably mm-hmm. somewhere like Cincinnati or somewhere in New York they'll be you know lined up for someone big <laughs> but he's going to be earning big and there's no fifth year option um, so it's just one of those things I mean the Broncos picked up Carlos Henderson when he was still available on the board so that says a lot about us but then again we could have picked up who is it the Bengals picked up John Ross at ninth overall that year so it could, yeah. have, been, could have been a lot worse could be worse but um, no Galladay is superb Matt Stafford's brilliant and this, and it just goes to prove that Matt Ryan's not all he's cracked up to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> I usually get in trouble for saying that. Well, I, I'm starting to come around to your way of thinking. I'm, hey, I want to subscribe to go. your newsletter, Jim. <laughs> Someone's got to. <laughs> We're talking about Sunday Night Football, Dave, and that was down in Arizona. So this is what you want from a primetime game. Two of the best QBs in the league going toe-to-toe in a divisional matchup that mm-hmm. always seems to throw up an interesting scoreline. It was the Seahawks that started the brighter, a Tyler Lockett touchdown and the Jason Myers field goal put them 10-0 up. The Cardinals struck back with a 35-yard DeAndre Hopkins touchdown. And then the first of three interceptions of Russell Wilson was by Buda Baker. That interception is the one everyone's seen because Buda was run down by DK Metcalf to avoid the Cards scoring a touchdown. That did actually work because the Cards couldn't punch the ball in on the next drive and turned it over on downs. 
Uh, a Christian Kirk touchdown catch sandwiched two uh, Seahawks ones from Carlos Hyde and the second from Tyler Lockett to make it 27-17 at halftime to Seattle. A Kyler running touchdown in the third quarter closed the gap. Patrick Peterson picked Wilson in the end zone for a touchback. Kyler gave the ball straight back with a pass that was snatched by Quandre Diggs. Tyler Lockett then scored his third touchdown and Christian Kirk scored his second before a Zane Gonzalez field goal took the game into overtime. We then saw a missed Cardinals field goal attempt before Wilson threw his third pick of the game to Cardinals first round pick Isaiah Simmons, who's safety linebacker slash corner defender. He's a football player. He's a football player. Gonzalez didn't miss the second chance at field goal glory and the Cardinals won the game 37 points to 34. Wow. Yeah, great game. Do you know know how many passing attempts they were in this game? 98. (laughs) 98 passing attempts in this game. This This was one... For, this was basically two quarterbacks dueling. It it was so good. Um, two of my favorite quarterbacks in the league as well. Oh, it's a lot of people's favorite quarterbacks in the league. Indeed, as a, as a neutral watching that game, it was a. Are there any two very, players very in, in recent NFL history who needed each other as much as Wilson and Lockett? Really, when you think <laughs> about it, because I think Gronk needed Brady. Uh, Brady needed Gronk more than Gronk needed Brady. He could have gone somewhere yeah, else and had yeah. that success. Yeah. Tyler Lockett is not a standout star wide receiver. He's never been given the respect he probably deserves. I mean, it's a 200 yard game. Oh, 15 catches. Outrageous. And three touchdowns. And it's not the first time he's done it either. He's, no, but he's, if you say, who's your top 10 wide receivers? Most people aren't going to have Tyler Lockett in that top, top 10. Top 20, yeah. Yeah. And again, Russell Wilson needs Tyler Lockett because he's got nothing. Oh, he's got DJ. He's got um, DK, DK Metcalf. Metcalf now, but you know. DK Metcalf is still unreliable and drops too many passes. When was the last time you saw a ball bounce off Tyler? Well, he had helmet? two catches on Sunday night for twenty-three yards. Yeah. So his his best play came on defense. Probably was that their block pass where he where he, it was going to be intercepted and he blocked it. No, he ran down Boo the Baker. Ah, I okay. told you. Yes, I wasn't yeah. listening. <laughs> but no, it was it was Outrageous. a solid game, and I've been I've been saying for a while I've been defending Kenyon Drake, saying that mm-hmm. I think he's really really talented, but. He's not producing it. He didn't produce it really in Miami. Uh, got traded to Arizona. Had didn't really produce it. In, he's not producing it at the moment. I mean, 34. He has up and down games, that's all. Massive up and down games. Yeah. They need a run game. They need it. They need someone like Leonard Fournette who can just power and... They need a power runner, basically, because at the moment, every single game, Kenyon Drake isn't producing, really. And um, Kyler Murray's their top top rusher I mean, well yeah and Russell Wilson was the other top rusher for the Seahawks so yeah, just respectively they were both doing the, the line share of the running although Chase Edmonds for the Cardinals he had 145 scrimmage yards so he was producing yeah. in the backfield in air quotes for the Cardinals yeah that was a great game uh, not the game of the week I think the uh, Browns-Bengals <laughs> takes the uh, <laughs> option for the game of the week and it's always nice seeing the Cowboys get scored on but a great game nevertheless yeah yeah, so some good games so far. Let's go to another good one. That was in Tennessee. No, it was it went down to the wire. The battle of the unbeaten teams, Dave. Two go in, only one comes out. Deontay Johnson back from injury and targeted straight away by Roethlisberger to get the Steelers off the mark. A Benny Snell run put them up 14-0. Corey Davis caught one to close it before Deontay got another t- touchdown catch to make it 24-7 at a half-time lead. AJ Brown's also back to full speed and he had a 73-yard catch and sprint to the line. The Titans were given four more chances to punch in the score after the defensive penalty. Derek Henry got that done to make it a three-point game. Big Ben threw an interception to Amani Hooker while trying to get Juju in the end zone. It looked like the game was going to overtime, but Steven Goskowski pitched his 45-yard field goal attempt wide right 
to see the Steelers go 6-0. Tennessee had interceptions from Dane Cruikshank and Jayon Brown, and the Steelers had sacks from TJ Watt and Vince Williams. A lot of pressures, though. Forget about the sacks. Sacks aren't interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know sacks are sexy. They are. Um, but pressures are more important. Um, Never getting pressure. It was... The thing that stood out in this game was in the first half. So the the Steelers won the game in the first half. I think in the entire second half, you only scored three points. Yeah. Um, but it was the fact that in the first quarter, I think... Those are three very important points, as it turns out. Yeah, as it turns <laughs> out, it very much were. But, yeah. it, I mean, in the first quarter, I think Tennessee only had... And quarters 50 minutes long. And yes. Tennessee had one minute and 25 seconds of possession in the first quarter. I mean, it's insanity. Because all that was happening is the defense was rushing them off the field and the offense... The, in this game, mm-hmm. the Steelers had 18 third downs and converted, I think, 12 or 13, 13. of them. 13 of them. Yeah. The Titans couldn't stop the third down. No. Could not do it at all. And they focused so much on Chase Claypool and there was just other options available. <laughs> yeah, Eric Ebron. Oh, my God. Dante Johnson's great to have him back because yeah. he's getting better and better every year. And Juju had 85 yards as well, so... Yeah. And I think it was it was it was just one team outplaying another and every time it was kind of what we used to seeing from the Patriots and I'm giving the Steelers too much credit here to a certain You're degree. You're not giving them enough. But what we were basically seeing is they were stuffing the box, preventing the, the handoff to Derek Henry, and he wasn't really getting any any success early in the game. And they were basically going, We're gonna stop you from you're gonna have to make a play on us basically mm-hmm. so you're going to have to beat us somehow and we don't mind if you do if you do that's fine whatever whatever but you're going to have to beat us now later in the game those opportunities appear and early in the game not so much so but Tannehill's not the guy who's normally going to do that on offense you were able to just say if you're going to block us there we're going to move there if you're going to block us there we're going to move there and it was just having that quarterback who's paid for 32 years in the NFL he's seen all of the different coverages and he knows all of the different things that you're probably going to do before you snap the ball Mm -hmm. so it's not really a surprise that Roethlisberger was able to do it and he never really he never went nuts you know he's never thrown him 60 70 yards it was check it down when you're in space 30 20 20, 30 yards tops and you're going to make another 30 yards on top of that because he's manoeuvring the team so it was just a sensible victory and an efficient victory mm. there's nothing wrong with that no it's against a team that hadn't lost the game first so. team you, first team you've played this season who are genuine contenders and you've and won you them. still won't give them respect no 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 Kept I'm, Derek I'm giving, Henry to 75 rushing yards I'm giving you respect in the fact that you've beaten the Titans in um, Tennessee in Tennessee don't think that matters all that much anymore um <laughs> I don't think it does. It wasn't it's going to travel, isn't there? It is, but you're not going to the other coast. If you won in LA against the Rams or something, I'd give you a bit more credence. But really? Yeah. Being it's the other, it's the other side of the country. Um, but no, I, I think you can't played, get no respect. I think you played very well. It's the first team, first decent team you've played this year, and you're beating them. You can't Thanks. ask for any more than that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's talk about the next game then, and that's in New Orleans. So a tough divisional matchup between the Panthers and the Saints saw another tense ending. The Saints, still without Pro Bowl receiver Michael Thomas, seemed to keep churning. Jared Cook got the acrobatic touchdown catch on the first drive. Drew Brees ran in the second touchdown for New Orleans. DJ Moore broke coverage for a 74-yard touchdown play for Carolina. Last year's first-round pick for the Panthers, Brian Burns, got a sack fumble on Brees to set up another DJ Moore touchdown catch. Deontay Harris got a touchdown catch for the Saints just before halftime to make it 21-17 to New Orleans. A Curtis Samuel rushing touchdown just before the fourth quarter tied the game at 24-all. Then came a 13-play drive that ended in a 43-yard Willux field goal. 
Carolina took six minutes to try and get into field goal range, but Teddy Bridgewater took a sack from Marcus Davenport that made it a 65-yard field goal attempt by Joey Sly on a 4th and 19. It fell just short, and the Saints could start out the game. Final score, 27-24. What are we thinking, Dave? Are you impressed by the Saints? Nope. Not especially. Okay. We know what the Panthers are. The Panthers are a team who are missing their most dynamic player, and they've got a quarterback who's efficient. Not yes. spectacular, but no. I think his stats bear that out. Was it 23 of 29 or 23 of 30? Or something 23 like of 28 for yeah. 254 yards, passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Nothing wrong with that. And I don't think anyone scored over about 40 yards in rushing or something. It, it wasn't particularly... It was a team's 37 yards rushing. Yes, well, there you go. <laughs> so, you, I mean, their longest rusher I've just looked was 12 yards. So yeah, that Mike tells Davis. you exactly what kind of game this was. The Saints should be better than this. You look at the talent the Saints have, they should be better. They're one of those teams on paper who should be trouncing a team who's only got 12 rushing yards, and they're just not. The question is, are the Saints any good? I don't know what that answer is. I genuinely don't know. They should be a lot better than they are, but I think both teams are missing their best player, and I think it showed. I think the Saints miss uh, Michael Thomas. Hill was there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you raise, you raise an extremely good point. Just uh, putting the pen out of that grenade. Yeah. I like Taysom Hill. He's, he's a bit of fun. I wouldn't want him on my he's team. He is a bit of fun. He's, when he's on the field, you know something weird's going to happen. So go for it. It's like watching KP bat. You know there's going to be a reverse sweep and he's going to try and flick one over his head or something. Mm. So why not? He's not my team, so I couldn't, care, I couldn't care less. I love a gadget player when he's not playing for me. Well, they think that Christian McCaffrey's coming back next week. We started practicing so. again. I hope so. Tentatively practicing. Yeah. Although they need, they, they need him. I know. I know that twelve yards isn't great for Mike Davis, but he has been very good. He has in been, relief. and he did he a lot more been. in the passing game as well. So yeah. No, I, I I like Mike Davis, but he's a backup running back. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. He's he's a good backup. Let's go to LA. I want to talk about the Chargers and the Jags. I don't want to go to LA. Justin Herbert continues to prove the doubters of which I am one wrong with another good performance, at least in the stats at home with against the Jags, with a 347 passing yard, three touchdown, no interception game. Though it was rookie running back Joe Reed that scored first for the Chargers on the four yard run, then Joe Parnham caught a pass for a 22 yard touchdown. James Robinson continues to produce for the Jags, running in a touchdown and the two point conversion himself. He then caught a pass to get his second touchdown of the game and ended with 137 scrimmage yards. Plus a beautiful stiff arm of Rashawn Jenkins. If you've seen that, he kind of carries him with his stiff arm and then he drops him. I don't know why that's not getting as many uh, <laughs> re- replays as because someone like Derek Henry would get. Because his name's go. not Derek Henry, ah, that's why. <laughs> the Jags started the second half with a gift of a block punt for, for a touchdown by Daniel Thomas to make it 21-16 for Jacksonville. After a missed Michael Badgley field goal, Herbert found Virgil Green for a touchdown, though Virgil's ankle didn't survive the catch and he ran in the two-pointer himself. Minshew fired back with a deep shot touchdown pass to Chris Conley and also got the two-point conversion, but the Chargers replied with a 70-yard catch-and-run touchdown from Jalen Guyton and another Herbert rushing touchdown. Final score was 39-29 and the Chargers now 2-4, and four, Jags are 1-6. and six. Talk to you about the game, Dave. It was an alright team beating a not-so-good team. Um, Jags were in prime position at one point. They blocked a punt, ran in the touchdown were scoring a bit ahead and had every every a decent team would see out that game. Jags aren't a decent team and they end up losing it. I'm still not a believer in Justin Herbert. I think he's fine. I think mm. he's I think he's lights out, which means one thing that we both know, he'll never win a playoff game. Um <laughs> he, he just won't, I'm sorry. No. You don't win a playoff game if you're too conservative and you don't win a playoff game if you're lights out. You just don't. 
Simple as that. And, and he plays for. But most of his most of his completions are behind the line of scrimmage. He is constantly checking it down. And how many screens. how many attempts are over thirty yards? That's constantly his go to. Who's down deep? Let me throw it. Yeah, well, that, that sets that up. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, he's, he's got some very good receivers that can, can got, catch those balls. He has got some very good receivers, although, um, was it uh, Keenan Allen who's been targeted more than any other wide receiver this, this year? So if you sit on Keenan Allen, it removes that possibility. I mean, well, he had, he had 10 catches for 125 yards. Yeah, his ability to create separation is. It's getting, ridiculous. it's getting ridiculous now it's beyond a bloody joke if I'm honest Yeah, but no it's a very very good team against a not so good team it's interesting um, to say that because it's a 2-4 and four team against a 1-6 and six team so there's not a massive difference in these two no, records no but the Chargers are experts at losing games when they shouldn't um, they don't really have uh, a decent running game at the moment I'm still not a believer in Joshua Kelly I think he's fine um, I don't think he's anything particularly special um, and obviously with Austin Eckler going and Austin Eckler in the run game is nothing all that special. Well, Herbert had more than double the yards that Kelly did. Yeah, and we're seeing we're seeing at the moment a this pattern of your longest rusher being your quarterback. Mm. Um, it seems to be the fashion at the moment. Um, obviously, the Steelers will always feel somewhat left out by that. We've had in there. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'd rather my quarterback wasn't scrambling and doing a, an Andy Dalton. Roethlisberger, the fastest NFL quarterback in the league, six foot vertical. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm. A lot of Chargers fans are getting excited about Justin Herbert. Good luck. That's that's it. He, he's he's not considering what they're yet. expecting this season. What we were expecting as well, which was I said that I thought Tarot they'd be Taylor. okay. I thought they'd be okay. I said to you, I thought they'd be. Okay. You were the one saying that they're going to be absolute dross, and I'm yeah. saying I thought they were going to be okay. And I think they are. They're fine. There's nothing wrong with it's them. Still only two and four. Yeah. Right? No, but they're, no, but they're fine. They're 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 doing all right. They're playing okay. They played the Broncos this week, and it's two teams again who are probably as good as each other. Mm. I don't think it's there's not I think the Broncos the Raiders and the Chargers were probably all about as good as each other the Raiders probably are heading out just a, just ahead of all of us but generally I think we're all three okay teams quick question would you rather have Justin Herbert or Drew Lock? Drew Lock. that's the loyal answer no that's, that's the truth <laughs> that's genuinely the truth Drew Lock has had about eight games that's yeah. it yeah so the fashionable thing what? is to look and go, Drew Locke's not played all that well, blah, blah, blah. He's played about three games this year, and he played five last year. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert's played six, six games. Yeah, he's got injured. Yeah. But it's six games, I think Justin Herbert's... They've almost played as many games as each other. You know what Gruden says? The best ability is availability. Is it? Yeah. Jude, Gruden says a lot. Not on with you with me. Talking of availability, Jags wide receiver D.D. Westbrook tore his ACL on the kick return uh, in the third quarter. Uh, his season's done. Yeah, it's the second time it's happened for him. Yeah, it's it's not good. But he's hopefully not, he comes back. He's not good. He's not bad. <laughs> Let's do a quick roundup of the other games then, Dave. So those were our kind of highlighted games. So I'm going to go to uh, the New York Giants. The Giants stumbled on their first attempt to get a win in Philly. Uh, it was an interesting trip, but in the end it was the Eagles that scraped home 22-21. to <laughs> The <laughs> The Giants were up 21-10 in the third quarter thanks to touchdowns from Golden Tate, Wayne Gorman and Sterling Shepard, but the Eagles fought back with scores from Greg Ward and Boston Scott. Brandon Graham managed to get a fumble and recovery on Daniel Jones to seal the win for the Eagles. 22-21 on Thursday night. Yeah. Let's all um, laugh at Daniel. Let's all laugh at Daniel. It's difficult for him. because the, To stay upright. Yeah, you're right. Well, Run, running in a straight line isn't off, easy. And I've said, the problem with him is the offensive line. Mm. That, it's a big, big problem for him. There's a, I mean, 
They still scored. They still scored a touchdown mm-hmm. from that trip. So anyway, he broke the line, ran, what was it, 70 yards, fell over on his own. It was just a stupid thing and everyone will laugh at him. That's great. They still scored, still scored a touchdown from that drive, so it makes no difference. But I think this showed it was an experienced quarterback in the league taking his team through to a win against a guy who's not proven yet. Ooh. And the Eagles, no matter what you say, even with injuries, they're a better team than the Giants. And they both ended up with a rating of 91. Yeah. I don't think the game was all that different. I mean, they they didn't play too different with each other. You know, it was it was two quarterbacks who are, have massive deficiencies in their game, um, and I think that's fair to say of Carson Wentz at the moment. He's not seeing things he should. Uh, if you watch the game live, you would have saw that constantly throughout the game. The announcers were saying that this guy was open. Wentz didn't see him. This guy was open. There's something going on there at the moment. We don't know what it is, but mm. there's something going on that's not right. Let's go on to the next game then. It's yep. the uh, Bills-Jets. So six of eight Tyler Bass field goals were enough to come back from against the worst team in the league right now. The Jets have taken a 10-0 lead. The Jets were leading. With Darnold back as the quarterback. And yeah. the Michael Pirine rushing touchdown and Sergio Castillo field goal. A more skittish throwing day for Josh Allen but still had 30 completions. Cole Beasley got over 100 receiving yards. The Bills had more than double the total yards that the Jets could muster. Quinn and Williams and Tyrell Basham got sacks for the Jets. But Jerry Hughes got two for the Bills and an interception, as well as one sack for Jordan Poyer and a total of six sacks for Buffalo overall. The Bills moved to 5-2, and two, the Jets are 0-7, final score 18-10. to 10. Yeah. It was... Uh, I mean, it was a good good first half for the Jets. It was a good try. They were still, they were still up 10-6 at halftime. It, it was a good try. They held the Bills to field goals. I'm looking for positives here, Dave. Help me out, is, Dave. Would you help me out, buddy? <laughs> The thing is, you know when you watch like a, f- a football game, soccer game, right? And there's one team who's all over the opposition, mm. but they just can't score. They do everything yeah. else. They just can't score a goal. That's what this game was. The Bills were significantly better in every single department. They just couldn't punch it in for a touchdown. That's all. <laughs> that's all it was. God, Sam Darnold must have felt you know a little bit better coming back in. And uh, I mean, I don't, come on, Jets, get a win. I don't know. They're not going to. We've yeah. run through. We've their run through the, the, their schedule already. Yeah, but you said there was no way win. they win this game, and they got you know kind of close. There wasn't any way they were winning this game. I'm sorry. Mm, kind of. Cl- oh, mm. right, uh, let's go on to the next game then. So Zero was... points in the second half for the Jets. Zero well, points. I know, it's know. not good enough. Well, they got a bit dizzy when they got to ten points at halftime, so they got to give, <laughs> give them credit for that. I want to go to Las Vegas now, and uh, Dingaling, the Raiders <sighs> didn't do what we hoped they do. And uh, put some pressure I on the Bucks. I didn't hope. Bless them, they tried. But the Bucks seemed like a prize fighter that was just tagging their opponent and then dropped them twice. I know you like this kind of boxing analogy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm totally you get that? Down, you understand totally that? Totally down with that. Yeah. The Bucks scored two touchdowns in the second quarter. Gronk hauled one. Scotty Miller dived for one. And Brady stuck one in in the first half. Then the Bucks had another three scores in the fourth quarter thanks to Chris Godwin, Ronald Jones and Tyler Johnson. and meant the Bucks won the game 45-20. Devin White also showed out for the Bucks with three sacks and he was all over the field, causing problems. The Raiders got touchdowns from Nelson Aguilar and Darren Waller. Chris Goldwyn fractured his finger during the game and will miss week eight. It's the latest injury news there. But it's difficult to slate the Raiders too much because their entire O-line was taken out with COVID. So we have no idea how good this game could have been. And that was bore out with the rushing stats Josh Jacobs got nothing and we're not used to seeing that no. so uh, once you remove that Russian attack from this game it makes it significantly easy for the Bucks typical yes <laughs> this kind of thing will happen they'll get mm. all the way to the Super Bowl and uh, Drew Luck will be out with Covid 
That's that's how they. I don't know. <laughs> that's how they're gonna win the Super Bowl. This this kind of thing happens. It is what it is. If you're lucky, you're lucky. They've got Mr. COVID coming in pretty soon, Antonio Brown. Man, if anyone's got COVID, just by looking at him, it's going to be Antonio Brown, <laughs> isn't it? Well, I uh, picked him up in fantasy this week. Did you really? Yeah, you had him happen. last year, didn't you? No. No. Did you, no was, I, it, was it Punk who took him? Second round. <laughs> Torched his Raiders. Let's talk about the uh, Houston Texans and Green Bay Packers then. So with Aaron Jones ruled out just before kickoff on Sunday evening, the Packers turned to their other main weapon, Diavante Adams, to get the job done. 13 catches for 196 yards and two touchdowns later, and the Packers were always in control of this game. Jamal Williams, Malik Taylor and Jay Sternberger also got touchdowns to extend the lead. The Packers were up 21-0 at halftime in Houston. Deshaun Watson did manage to throw a couple of touchdowns to Will Fuller and David Johnson, but there's a lack of talent in that Texans team right now, and it's horrible to watch Watson living in it. That's literally just what I was going to say. I feel so sorry for Watson. You can tell he's a guy who is is the only real talent on the offense, like legitimate league talent, and it shows. Because you can just see the desperation in everything he's trying to do. He's just kind of there going, keep up with me. Just keep up. That's all you have to do. Just keep up with me. Everyone just don't have, don't be brilliant. Just do enough, and they're not doing enough. It seems like they've got two plays, either a run play or a passing play, <laughs> and no one's got any idea what that entails. <laughs> so it's just like, start running, and I'll try and find you open. What they what they need to do is what the Rams do. The Rams have got about five plays. That's all they've got. <laughs> yeah, On offense, yeah, yeah. they've got about five variations, but all of them are very, very slightly different. So they'll have a wide receiver set, and they'll change from two, two wide receiver set to a three. And by doing that, they'll drop a tight end and the tight end will effectively play as a wide receiver anyway. So it's essentially the same play. That's all they need in Tennessee, in Texas. Just have literally a really basic book, but disguise the way it's played. And you've got a quarterback there who can do it. just not the talent around him. See, the latest news is they're looking to kind of fire sale as many players as possible to get some draft picks back for whoever they get to be their new GM. Because obviously they need something to give their new GM as as an incentive. Well, no, the big the big incentive for the new GM, I think it's the job of the century for the, mm. for the new GM coming in. <laughs> well, no, the G- I think it is. Cause it's, you're the job a, of the century to be like the Dolphins GM no, job or the in, Browns when they had all those no, picks no, no, in the first round. No, 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 absolutely not. No expectations I, I completely either. disagree. The problem is with the Browns, there's so many picks, you have expectations. That's why John Dorsey's gone. In anyone who goes to the Texans, there are no expectations. You can be there they for seven. They won the seven, division last year. You can, yeah, but look, look what they what have. What are you saying, Dave? Look what they have. In, in the draft, look what they had. What they got now? Yeah. They've got no capital to trade with, and any pick that they have, they're not going to be able to get anything for because they're paying them an astronomical wage. All right, you'll get maybe a year or two's grace. You Correct. might, you might even get more than that. Well, you're not in Chicago, so you don't get ten years' grace. <laughs> but. We'll see. Now, how much grace did Bill O'Brien get? You're getting a decade. Oh, Jesus, you're getting a decade into Houston. That's what you're getting. Quick one for the the Packers then. So they had a really good bounce back game after. An awful game last week against the Bucks. Yeah, uh, Rogers having 283 passing yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, a rating of 132.4. We don't know if um, Aaron Jones is going to be back next week or this weekend. It's kind of fingers crossed. I certainly hope so. He's in one of my leagues as well. He's so in my yeah, team. yeah. Uh, absolute star. But yeah, good good result for the Packers, and uh, they've still got a very good record in the NFC North. Two games left, Dave. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs and Denver Broncos. So the Chiefs went into Denver and scored in all three phases to keep the <laughs> keep the win in the snow. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire ran in a touchdown. Daniel Sorensen picked sixth. Uh, Drew Locke. 
Byron Pringle returned a kickoff 102 yards for a touchdown. That was a joke. Mahomes threw a touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill and even backup QB Chad Henney ran in a touchdown of his own. The Chiefs won the game 43-16 to in Denver. Drew Locke ran in the touchdown as did Melvin Gordon. Dave, you must be quite happy with Melvin Gordon's performance, Melvin right? Gordon. I hate him. He's stealing a living. He has a touchdown for you. I don't care. I mean, he did have two fumbles and the botched flea flicker. Yeah. He's driving me <laughs> mad. We're paying this guy eight and a half million quid for what? That's crazy. To go around and get arrested for drink driving. Mm-hmm. He's got mad. an electric car, hasn't he? I don't care. Be careful with electric uh, water in the car. Yeah, I hope he electrocutes him. <laughs> it's just unnecessary. All this shit he's doing. Every every five minutes you turn around, he's doing interviews here and there. Just go and practice. That's all you need to do. Just go and practice. Oh, natural talent like that, mate. Uh, Gotta let him go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let him go. Let him go. Let him let him be free. The, the last game is the Monday night game. That was the Chicago Bears at the LA Rams. Pretty low energy first half. A Josh Reynolds touchdown catch saw the Rams up 10-7 at halftime. Third quarter and the Rams pulled away with scores from Malcolm Brown and Gerald Everett with a Taylor Rapp pick of Nick Foles in between. Thanks to some stretching coverage by Troy Hill. Uh, the Bears' only touchdown came from an Eddie Jackson fumble recovery that he ran into the end zone when it was 24-3 with only seven minutes left in the game. Foles threw one more pick, this time to Jalen Ramsey, but it was a reality check for the Bears, who were 5-1 going into the matchup. The Bears got one sack, Khalil Mack. Uh, the final score, 24-10. Yeah. I don't know, Dave, this is kind of a nothing game, isn't it? A bit. I mean, it, it's it's great for the Rams, because um, on paper they've beaten a team who, or both teams were 5-4. <laughs> no, they, Chicago actually had a better record going into this, but... Records lie. Chicago aren't that good. Rams are. Well, the, the Rams are four and two going into that game, still. So yeah. So five Rams. And Rams They're are both now five and two. Uh, Bears are now five and two. It's just it is what it is. They they beat a the team they're better than. Um, Chicago aren't that good. Their, their record lies a bit. It's the same last year as well. Why you lie? At the beginning of last year, I think they beat the Broncos on a last minute kick. Eddie Pinheiro scored the mm-hmm. um, last minute winner, and I think it is. Good luck for the Bears because it means they're not going to win the division. They're not going to get a playoff place and they're going to be picking around 17th again. They're going to have middle zone and nothing's ever going to happen for them. It is what it is. I've actually got the current draft order here, Dave. Okay, so they're, I'm assuming they're going to be picking 18th, 19th, somewhere like that. 25th. 25th. With 5-2 and two record, mate. Okay, let's <laughs> say they get in the 25th. playoffs. Let's get in the playoffs. They're going to get walloped in the in the playoff. playoff yeah, 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 yeah. So it, I, I think it's, I like some of the Bears' play some of the players I really really do I'm a massive Rokon Smith fan mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson played great this week yeah. doesn't really deserve credit score. doesn't really deserve credit for the score because someone else made the tackle he dropped at his feet he picked it up and ran it in he didn't, no, he re- made the, he he made didn't the really tackle. work for it he didn't make the tackle yeah. no he did not someone else made the tackle he dropped at his feet and he picked it up and ran it in legit watch it honestly but the Rams just aren't that uh, the Bears just aren't that good Sorry. no we're just, not, we're just not into you. We're just no, not that into just you. Not into the Bears, I'm afraid. <laughs> but yeah, they're currently picking 25th. Where are the Broncos picking? Uh, let me guess. I'm going to say that we are ninth. You're not that good. <laughs> Cheeky. No, you're not. No. By good, I mean you're not having that higher pick. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> you're actually picking 12th at the moment. Uh, okay, that seems to be our zone. I mean, you've got moment. the same record as the team picking 10th. Yeah. Which is the Chargers. Yeah. Then the Patriots. Then the Patriots that low down. Patriots have got an eleventh overall who's, pick at the moment. Who's second? Is it the Jags? Because obviously the Jets are first. Jets are first. Yeah. Then it's the Giants. Oh yeah. I then it's the, the Jags. Then yeah. it's the Falcons. 
It's the Dolphins, <sighs> thanks to the Texans pick. Yes. So they, they're the all Dolphins one Dolphins are loving that. They're that one the, and six. Is that the um, Laramie Tunsil pick? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. God, you've been done for that, haven't you? Two firsts. <laughs> Rinsed. And you've had to give them a massive contract that means you can't get out of it. Yeah, Vikings are sixth with a one and five. Bengals one five <laughs> and one at seven. Cowboys are picking eighth at two and five. If I just said Washington, to you... ninth. If I just said to you at the beginning of the season, like genuinely, mm. the Vikings are going to be... Halfway through the season, the Vikings are going to be picking ahead of the Bengals. <laughs> you would still be laughing now. You wouldn't have stopped. It's only half a game. Let's see how they are in a couple of weeks' time. I know, time. I know. It's just funny. And we all know who's uh, 32nd at the moment. Thank you very much. <laughs> Clear. Yeah, Clear. 32nd. Will be as well come next As you say, it's only April. halfway through the season, so a lot will Be change. the same come next April yeah, for that yeah. one. You can't honestly think you're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> got a good chance, mate. Got a good I chance. I mean, you've got a 1 in 32 chance. I'll give you that. <laughs> 31. Let's count the Jets out, shall we? Already? Jets are not out of it mathematically yet. <laughs> All right, they you could, want to go count them out? They could still nick a wild card place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we'll see. And then we'll see, exactly. Let's, I mean, I'll just about to talk about how you're, you're doing good picking, Dave, but uh, you're, you're trying to. I don't have to do this Nix week. yourself here. So, week seven results. You're up against Philly Cy. Yeah. And you, Dave, of Denver. Out of 14, this out is. Out of 14. Yeah. 10. That's not bad. It's very good, Dave. That's all right, yeah. Very good. That. Your losses, you picked the Giants to beat the Eagles. It was a one-point uh, game. Yeah, but you know why I did that. Yeah. You picked, just you picked yeah, just to mug off Philly yeah. Cy. Uh, you picked the Falcons to beat the Lions. Again, it was a one-point game. You picked the Cowboys to beat the team. That was not a one-point game. No, nope. it was three points for them. Yeah, and you picked the Seahawks to beat the Cardinals. Again, it was an overtime game. So. I remember picking the Falcons one. Well. I think that was one that I pontificated over for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Should have gone with the heart rather than the head. So Philly Sai. What did he get? He got a ten. Oh, okay. He got ten as well. But he picked the Titans to beat the Steelers, just to spite me. Yeah. Also picked the Cowboys and the Seahawks. But his other wrong pick was the Raiders to beat the Bucks. Do, do you think maybe he picked the Titans because they're an unbeaten team and they're at home? Or no, he your, told me. Does your ego not allow you to think that that's the he case? He told me. He said, Jim, you know, I really want to pick the Steelers, but I just had to do it for the fun. You know, no, he didn't. Just for the crack. <laughs> Fair play. I mean, he didn't say it like verbally, but I got the I got the message through the ether. Yeah. Look at that. Say, Look at that ego feeling. knows no bounds, which is amazing <laughs> considering how ugly you are. Oh, thanks, Dave. Because right. from that old painting on the other side of me, yeah. Exactly. Before we move on to week eight, I want to talk about the, the betting. Oh, yeah. So, how'd you get on, Dave? I lost. What? I lost. Oh, dear. So, I, uh, I had the Browns to beat the Bengals, minus three, so that one was out the window. Cowboys against Washington, blah, 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 whatever. I thought the rest of it was gone. I was miles out on all of them. So. It was quicker to say the ones you got with yeah, it. Than the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I lost on three out of nine, I think. Um, and I put a pound on, on a 40, 48 to one on. A uh, 48 to one. Right, it's just, it was, I was out this week, so. Right, okay. Well, talking of being out this week. Did you cash out? <laughs> no, I did not cash out. Oh, I was hoping you were going to rescue it and go, I cashed out for... 16 pence or something. What's the point in that? No, ride and die. Travis Fulgham, I had to get 100 rushing yards and a touchdown. Oh, that was it. That was your bet, wasn't it? It was the Thursday night game. 17 to 2 odds with a one-pound bet. It was the only pound I had in the whole world. And uh, he got 73 yards, I believe, and no touchdown. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you live and learn. I was only doing it for the pod. So... 
Now I'm gonna have to buy back in. Well, you don't. You don't have to. I do because otherwise the segment's over, Dave, and I've got to beat you <laughs> by hook <laughs> or by crook. I've got to beat you, son. So an update of where we are. Ah, oh, we know where we are. All I'm right, winning. I'm in Skid Row by miles. <laughs> Well, if you've got more than zero, then yes. Yes. No, you're actually on minus ten. That's what you want. I'm not on minus no. <laughs> Whatever you say, Dave. If that helps you to sleep at night, then by the end of the season, when you've still lost, then yeah, we'll don't see. come crying to me, mate. We'll see. We'll see. All right, we'll have to buy back in. Let's have a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll do the, the week eight pick, shall we? Nice. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This is the week seven review slash week eight preview. We've reviewed week seven, Dave. Time to talk about week eight. Fine job we did of it, too, I think. I think we did pretty well, yeah. I did all right. You were terrible. Well, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be the judge of that. (laughs) So, before we talk about actually week eight, we better talk about the fantasy games. How'd you get on, Dave? Your week seven. I, I remember saying to you I was going to get tonked. I was playing top you of the did. league. I had yeah. seven players out on buys and injuries. I mean, <laughs> it was rough. So mm. I mentioned earlier I bought in Antonio Brown. I can't remember who I got rid of, but it weren't much. <laughs> and uh, I got. I think I heard um, that the Bucks had signed him, and within 20 minutes I claimed Brown. If nothing happens, that's fine. He was replacing a dud anyway, so it made yeah. a difference. I mean, I had no Lamar Jackson, no Aaron Jones. Yeah. Aaron Jones was a last-minute job as well. I think it was 20 minutes before kickoff. Um, yeah, but yeah, I after was, that, I was missing an awful lot. I was missing um, Taylor as well, and Taylor's guys, Jonathan Taylor, yeah, okay. he scored decent points for me, um, and yeah, so it was not, it was it wasn't great. Let's be well, honest. let's let's put it this way: Justin Herbert got you forty points. Well, that was, the and th- you ended the game with under eighty points. Yeah, I mean that was that was the thing, right? So going into <laughs> the very last game. Um, I'm. I'd say I'm playing top of the league. I'm texting the guy who I'm playing top of the league. I'm coming for. It. I'm mm-hmm, only zero point mm-hmm. one points behind him and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's and he's there going. No, nah, I've got it in the bag, right in the bag. Chris Carson's coming up. I'm like, is it possible for a running back to get negative points? Because he could, you know, yeah. take a snap behind the line of scrimmage and then do his ACL. You could end up losing this. He's like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. Sure, it. For negative, yeah, that's on the running back. Um, but yeah, the Rams scored 17 for him and he ended up walking it. So I mean, Melvin Gordon getting 10 points as well. So that's a shot in that's a shot in the fanny. That is, it's really not good. <laughs> but no, I, I was significantly closer than I thought I was going to be. Lost it by 25 points, basically. Lost it by 25 points. You may remember last week I played against top of the league again, um, and they scored 40 something points. They yeah. did better this week. They got 60. Uh, yeah, but still lost. Down to third in the rankings is yeah. a patriot mark. So I played the bottom team in the league. You did. And uh, a bit like... (laughs) Scraped is the word I would say. A bit like the Steelers-Tennessee game, my arsehole was like a drum by the end of this (laughs) week. Because, yeah, I was actually behind to the bottom team for a lot of the week. And I had to rely on Russell Wilson to save me. I thought it was hilarious. Save me, Russell. (laughs) But he got me the 30 points, which was more than I needed. I ended up winning it by 14 points. Yeah. Quick maths. Uh, AJ Brown came in with almost 25 points for me. Uh, but yeah, two players got me minus yardage. Jarrett McKinnon and Chase Claypool both Jesus. got me negative points. But for, for once, Dave, I can't look at my bench and say that I left like 50 odd points on my bench. No one on my bench did any better, really, than that. So No, you left 
apart from the backup quarterback, because that doesn't count. Doesn't count. You left uh, 2.1 points on your entire bench. Yeah, there's a lot of bye weeks. <laughs> <laughs> They're good players on byes. There. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So some of my starters are out. And so, Joe Mixon wasn't playing either, so that was, yeah, not great. But If Aaron Jones would have played got the win. against the Texans, I might have won that game. Because Texans are mm. terrible at stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Run. Well, they were saying it was going to be a whitewash, weren't they? Yeah. And Jamal um, Williams got 70-odd yards. Oh, so. man. Honestly. Could you Those imagine? are all Aaron Jones yards. Yeah. Stolen. So, I'm now... You're four and three. Um, I yep. think you're sixth in the league. I'm three yep. and four. Yep. Um, and, yeah, we're sort of nothing in mid-table. And you're ninth. Because the commissioner of this league doesn't know what he's doing, it's a straight <laughs> it's a straight league rather than there being any form of playoff. So my season's done. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm not going to win it. I'm not going to finish bottom. I am basically... I'm the Jags. <laughs> I've got nothing to play for. <laughs> but I'll still keep fighting. High draft pick next year doesn't even work, does it? still fighting to the bitter end. Yeah. Maybe we should do it, draft order. Based on where you finish, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm absolutely down for that. Yeah, I bet you are. Yeah. Just tank this season. <laughs> no, we'd have to. We'd, we'd, random, but if we did that, we'd uh, we'd have people. We'd just have a fire sale. It's like I'll trade you all of my starters for a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah all right. <laughs> so yeah, how are you looking for this week? Let's talk about week eight, Dave. Are so you uh, week on eight, for a win? No. So week eight, a lot of my starters <laughs> are back. I've got Lamar Jackson back, but of course. I'm, I'm Aaron point. Jones might be playing Wait, so I'm at that point so might yeah Herbert scored 40 points last week but I mean that was against the Jags so it's not too much of a shock I can't see him scoring that against the Broncos secondary which has proven to be okay mm-hmm. um, so Lamar Jackson's obviously going to come back in um, but yeah I'm against Punk and they're both 3 and 4 um, so yeah it'll be interesting he had 7 out last week as well so it's uh, I think it's a pretty close game um, in terms of the predictions, I have no idea. I don't look at the predicted points because it's nonsense. Oh, yeah, absolute nonsense. Um, but yeah, it'll be. It, I think it'll be a close game because I think my team's probably as good as his and vice versa. I think mine's a little bit better than... Uh, I'm playing Patriot Mark this week. He's so, on terrible form. He is. He is. He's got Cam Newton as his starting quarterback. I was going to say, he's on terrible form and so are the Patriots. So Ezekiel like, Elliott fumbles it for fun. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins on the bye. Uh, Mike Williams might be injured by the time that game comes around. So... He has got the Bucks against the Giants on the defense, so that could be an absolute feast. But uh, I hope he has to play Noah Fant. I hope Noah Fant scores <laughs> three hundred points. <laughs> no, he's got uh, Hunter Henry there, so it could be five points in the bag for him. <laughs> I'm hoping to go to five and three. I've got to be yeah. honest; I've got going to hope for a five and three. I have the same record as uh, Patriot Mark would do. Well, on the predicted points, which we don't listen to, you're due no. to win. Yeah. So. But there we go. So that's the fantasy game for, for this week. Yeah. I got the win, you didn't. In my uh, other league, I lost as well. I lost by like 60 points in well, my other league. One as well. Oh, I got monstered in that one. Yeah, there you go. Let's move on then, Dave, to the picks for week eight. Yeah. The lauded picks. So you're doing you're actually doing really well this year, Dave. I'm, I'm very impressed. You have to sound so surprised. <laughs> and if I, I wasn't, if I wasn't trolling you so much, I'd be doing significantly better. Like, <laughs> and like, stop, what I need to do is stop picking against the, pe- the against the Steelers just to annoy Clearly, them. Clearly, yeah. you have to stop picking against them because yeah. they're not losing games. No, I know. This I know. week's challenger is Helen, who I understand is a Raiders fan. Yeah. So hardcore Raiders fan. As well. I'm guessing so. Yeah. So let's have a look at these picks then, Dave. We're going to start with Thursday night, and that is the Atlanta Falcons. At the Carolina Panthers, an NFC South matchup. Falcons 
don't want to win. Can they win? Will they win, Dave? Uh, no, they won't. The, Falcon, <laughs> the Panthers will. Especially if CMC's back as well. Uh, don't think it will be because I think the game's a bit too soon. Yes. Uh, might play some kind of You don't part. want to rush him back to get injured again. It's the efficiency of Bridgewater that's probably going to win this game. Protect okay. the ball well. Falcons, the Falcons could win this game and could win it big. Mm. But, but they just don't want to. They then just, I just don't think they're good enough, in all honesty. Um, but yeah, it kind of is what it is. It wouldn't surprise me if they do win. The Falcons are the team I don't think I've got right once this year because I'm like, okay, I'm going to put faith in you and then you lose. Yeah. Um, I'd have to do a quick check back on those, but. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've been You picked the Falcons successful. last week and they didn't win. Yeah. You picked the Falcons the week before and they did win. Oh, okay, so I got one then. When, week before that, they didn't win. They lost to the Panthers in week five. Yeah. So history will repeat itself, and I'm going for the fa- I'm going for the Panthers. Okay. Uh, Helen's going for the Falcons, mm-hmm. so we've got a difference there. Next game then on Sunday, we're going to the early state of games. The first one is the New England Patriots yeah. at the Buffalo Bills AFC's matchup. This yeah. one's a, this one's a litmus test, right, for the Bills. Um, potentially I mean it's more of a mental game than it is a physical one yeah, well yeah yeah I think the Bills have to come out of this with a win they, they scraped the to. Jets well, they week. didn't scrape the Jets they We've didn't score a touchdown this. doesn't matter didn't score a touchdown doesn't matter the they absolutely battered the Jets they bullied the Jets <laughs> in every form of the game the Jets didn't score a point in the second half don't let the stats it was a bend you. not break they, on the Jets defence there yeah but they bent all the way backwards and their head was touching their feet didn't break yeah I don't care it they gymnasts bent backwards they still they? lost I mean, they didn't break <laughs> they lost <laughs> their goal line that. is still maiden yeah alright anyway um, Bills going for the Bills going for the Bills um, I think they're an all round better better unit all more of a round possibly but this is a mental game as much as a physical one Dave and the yeah. Patriots have always had that stranglehold hope, over the Bills I think Jared Stidham starts that'd be good that'd I think it's going to be Cam I no, think no, Cam no. is the starter oh it absolutely should be but I hope it's Jared Stidham <laughs> Helen's gone for the Patriots so I think she's still thinking about that mental side of the game there maybe the Tennessee Titans are at the Cincinnati Bengals Titans so I'm very confident easiest one they just um, took a, a heartbreaking loss at home I mean, they lost against a decent team. Um, uh, some would say the best team. Some would say. Mm. Um, other people. Some would say who, the only undefeated team in the league. I mean, I mean everyone should say that. That's factual. Yeah. Um, you are unbearable. <laughs> you really are. I can only imagine what you would be like, Dave, if it was the bloody Broncos. Thankfully, I'll never have to be in that situation. But I mean, you will. When was the last time you got won the Super Bowl? <laughs> a while ago. Pipe down. I've seen yeah, them win twice. Yeah, yeah. How many times have you seen the Broncos win? Three. You haven't seen them win three times. I did. Absolutely. You might have been alive. <laughs> you weren't watching them. Titans. <laughs> uh, Helen must know what you're going for because she's going the other way. She's gone for the Bengals. Oh, I hope they get it. I hope the Joe Burry slings that around. I oh, know I shouldn't do because he's a division rival, but... They've got the better slang quarterback it. at the moment. Slanging it. Would you rather have Burrow or would you rather have... Yeah. For one game, Tannehill or Burrow? Just Burrow. For, just for one game. That's, that's it and he's a rookie he's mm. only going to get better let's hope that Joe Mixon's back for them so make it a decent game no, I'm not fussed about that you got me in fantasy I hope he's out for the season <laughs> the LA Raiders are at the Cleveland Browns LA Raiders Las Vegas Raiders damn it who's living in the past <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to go for the Browns I think um, oh. main reason being is Raiders like the Broncos don't travel east all that well 
Um, but the Raiders are a random team. They could pop up and get four. Oh, they're going to be allowed back in the building. Oh, that's the other point. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That pass rush for the Browns is legit as well. Um, I'm going Browns. Well, obviously, Helen's a Raiders fan, so she's gone for the Raiders. Yeah, it makes sense. Heart overhead, but yep. at the same time, could well come off for them. The Indianapolis Colts are at the Detroit Lions. Lions, baby. Yeah? I'm going Lions. I know I love the Lions. Colts by the week off. I don't care. I'd, no, obviously, you don't. I'm just saying. They're the week off. somewhat given up on the Lions because their weak link is Philip Rivers. And I hate to, the I Colts. Hate to say You've this. Given up on the Colts. Yes. Is that, did I say given up on the Lions? Yeah. I've given up on the Colts. Their, their weak link is Philip Rivers. And I hate to say it, but you were absolutely right at the beginning of the season. You said that a lot this week. You were spot on. I think I was like twice. <laughs> it's been me out in the hives each time I said that. Um, I think I'm, I'll go as far as to say Lions are my second team. I really like the grey jersey they had this year, this uh, week, last week as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I... I Shipyard grey, I think, is the, uh, it's, the it's, tone. It's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> No, I, I like the Lions. I've got a soft spot for the Lions. Um, and I like the Colts as well. I think the Colts are okay. They're a bit vanilla. Mm. Um, but I like some of the players they've got. Um, but no, I'm, I'm I'm giving up on Philip Rivers. He just can't do it. He's just not available anymore. He's just missing in action. So uh, I'm going for the Lions. Hope the T.O.A. Hilton gets six touchdowns in this game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bump for the Colts. So we've got another difference there. Next up, it's an NFC North divisional game. It's the Minnesota Vikings off their bye week. They're at the Green Bay Packers. I think there's going to be enormous success for the Vikings. They're going to continue rising up that uh, draft order all the way to second place as the Packers storm to victory. Yeah, I can't can't see the Packers dropping this one at home. Sorry. And I don't don't mind the Vikings. I think the Vikings are okay. I just don't think they're... They're going to get any victories in this game. I think you're kind of blinded by the uh, the hatred to the Vikings. I don't hate the Vikings. Well, you say that, but then your actions speak out of the no, words. No, I really don't hate the Vikings. I just don't think this season they're any good at the moment. I I, they've got some special players in there that can do Amazing so. players, but their coach, I mean, Mike Zimmer, come on. He's no, doing everything right. wrong at the moment. The play calling's atrocious. And I'm sorry, Kirk Cousins, he's not a guy you want to rest your entire franchise on. If you put a different quarterback in there, Leading that team, it's a completely different proposition. Same as Indy. Okay, Helen's gone for the Packers as well. Yeah. Next game are the New York Jets at the Kansas City Chiefs. Now I feel like I shouldn't really have to answer this one, so I'm gonna go Kansas. There is the best. It's current Super Bowl winners against the worst team in the league. Mm. It's Kansas. It just is. I mean, you'd have to be seriously ballsy to go with the Jets on this one right I mean it's balls out all the <laughs> balls way. to the wall in the uh, you'd have to some would say have to have no balls whatsoever to make this bet maybe and I'm pretty sure that Helen doesn't have any balls I mean why are you asking me this I don't know Helen has picked the Jets she has picked the Jets do you know what Dave on any given Sunday weird things can happen there's weird and then <laughs> there's weird yeah could you imagine though if the Jets did win Everyone's accumulator in the Smashed. world is done. The yeah. bookies would make billions. Hmm. So you know the the price difference. You know where you can go uh, score difference handicaps. Yeah. The handicap for this game is nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I admire the cojones to go for the? Jets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna smash on that pick. Next up is the LA Rams, not the Las Vegas Rams, at the Miami Dolphins. I'm going Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be sorely mistaken on that one. This is the game I'm most interested in this week. Yes. Because of one player. Tua. Damn straight. Tua Dongo Valoa. Yes. It's his first game, yep. supposedly. Um, to be supposedly, I mean, he's been named as a starter. Rick yeah. Ross said so. Rick Ross doesn't lie. Okay, that's fine. Supposedly, <laughs> um, I am very, very uh, interested in this game just to see how he holds up. Um, so yeah, it will be an interesting game. I'm going to go the Rams. Go for the Rams. Helen's gone for the Dolphins. Yep. I'm loving these differences. Loving them. A lot of differences. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the only six and zero team remaining are at the Baltimore Ravens in an AFC North matchup. Give me Ravens. an R. Give me an A. Oh, absolutely Ravens. won't. <laughs> absolutely won't. Ravens off their bye week. Yep. Get going Ravens. First rushing offence, 32nd passing offence. Yes. That's fine. It's called one-dimensional, Dave. Yeah, I don't care. Your defense. They picked is up Des Bryant on their practice squad. That's how desperate they are on, on offense. Superb pickup. <laughs> yeah, if it was 2016, they've also picked up Yannick as well. They've also picked up Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah, which is going to help their defense significantly on that pass rush because we all know what they really need is help on their defensive line. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> um, this game also has been rescheduled, so it was uh, due to be one of the early games, and yeah, yeah it's gone gone to a later game now. Um, I think the Steelers probably will win, but I'm going to continue my habit of What did you trolling. say at the start of these? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what I say and what I do have been no relation to each other whatsoever. No, we're noticing that. All right. This is why, this is exactly why you're unbeaten this season. It's not because of anyone in your team, it's me. <laughs> it's all down I should be me. thanking you. Exactly. All you right, you be. keep pitting against us. Yeah, damn straight. Helen's gone for the Steelers, so inspired choice there. <laughs> the... <laughs> Los <laughs> Angeles Chargers are at the Denver Broncos AFC West what Divisional what do you think I'm picking well if you've got any sense exactly Broncos <laughs> oh you've got no sense okay. there's no way I'm picking the Chargers away they're 2 and 4 though Dave high. couldn't care less <laughs> I d- again it's what I mentioned earlier in all seriousness it's what I mentioned earlier on it's two teams who are probably quite similar um, and it's how well the Chargers will travel in that weather because it's cold in Denver this time of year and that's from experience I'm yeah we saw a snow you, game last week it's damn cold this time of year as well um, it didn't help you last week though no well we're playing against a team who's used to the cold oh, yeah so but they, I mean we're playing against the California Chargers they just, <laughs> they so should change their name to the California Chargers they really it just sounds better than LA Chargers as well mm. um, but now I'm going Broncos Helen's gone for the Broncos as well sensible inspired four, choice I not really oh, I don't know about that Pipe down. four games left the New Orleans Saints are at the Chicago Bears. Now, you weren't, you weren't impressed with the Saints last week, even though they got the win. I wasn't impressed with the Bears either. No, I know. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to say it. Go on then, I was going to say, you weren't impressed with the Bears either. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Two uninspiring teams for you. In all honesty, this is one I could be swayed on either way. Um, I'm, I'm going to go Saints because I think they're probably the better team. Um, but they're, I mean, they're away. I'd, I don't know. I'm not impressed with either team at the moment. I'm, I'm gonna go Saints. Just Talking about a soft indoor team from down south, yeah, playing in a cold northern stadium against a soft against northern the team. 
That offense is soft. I mean, playing against the quarterback, playing in Arizona. If you put your thumb in that offense, it leaves an imprint. <laughs> They're not a tough team to play on offense. Defense is fantastic, um, but yeah, I just some there's always something that stops me from picking the Bears. So I'm gonna go Saints. Helen's gone for the Saints as well. The oh, it's got an NFC West matchup here. It's the San Francisco 49ers are at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so hi. It, this, I mean, it's a game and a half. Yeah, it really is. This is um, the perfect setup because the 49ers had the win over the the Patriots last week, and the Seahawks scraped a loss against the Cardinals as well. So, yeah, I mean, this is the game that gathers most interest in terms of the way the season's going to play out. Um, Surely, Stevens Ravens does that with the no with the <laughs> no because I think you'll both make the playoffs. <sighs> the loser of this game could well end up missing out on the playoff spot. That's true. Whereas you guys are both going through, so I'm not worried okay, about that. Okay. It's just about where you finish up. Mm. Um, I think the C, with the, with the injuries that the 49ers have, and they're missing big players as well, and they're really missing the, the Richard Sherman in the backfield. Um, Old so, man Sherman. Yeah, but you know what he does. I know he, I know he only covers the left side. But They've got uh, Jason Verrett there now. Cool. Um, so I'm going to go for Seattle, I think. But again, I you don't sound confident. Though. I'm not. I'm not confident. I'm really not. Helen's gone for the 49ers. So loving the difference. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys are at the Philadelphia Eagles. Do we know who's starting? Do the Cowboys know who's starting? <laughs> no, no, we don't know. I mean, best case scenario is Andy Dalton. Best case doesn't even matter, does it? Mm. Does it matter? This Cowboys team is dross. It is, but the Eagles are shit as well. Yeah, but not that. Not Cowboys bad. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They can't yeah. move the ball on offense, and their defense was bad before the season started. So I've know, got Cowboys Eagles. Got no I've chance, got Eagles it? written down. Yeah, but it, picking the Eagles over the Cowboys. I mean, if anything's going to happen, this. I want to go draw because that's the kind of thing that happens. It's NFC's in this matchups, are exactly toss-ups, but exactly. Um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm going to go Eagles. Okay. Yeah. Helen's gone for the Eagles as well. Okay. So Monday night game are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New York Football Giants. Obviously, Giants. No, I'm joking, Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say you're joking, but you know your eyes just said Giants. Yeah. Brain Helen's gone for the Giants. Brain's gone for the Bucks. Sorry, I'm not sure, quite sure why Helen's gone for the Giants, but um, huge Daniel Jones fan. All right, okay, it's true. Inspired, <laughs> <laughs> somewhat so. So how many differences? Okay, okay. Oh, we've um, got loads. I didn't count them all, but I make that ten differences. I don't think there's any way that you're gonna have the same score at the end of this. It's not gonna be ten, is it? Oh, it is ten differences. Yeah, ten differences. Wow. The Arizona Cardinals, Jacksonville Jaguars, Washington football team, and Houston Texans are on the bye this week. So those are the games. Yep. So sort out your fantasy teams early, people. Yes, yes. Yeah, that Falcons-Panthers game is probably going to have a couple of people in it from your team. Yep. Last thing we've got to do before we go and have the fun for the rest of the weekend, Dave, is the is the bets. Money. Yeah. So uh, we know what happened last week. Yep. So, uh, what are you going for this week? So... Status update. Mm. I've got £46.60. We don't need to know your status update. Shut up. You're just jealous. Um, I won three, lost three. Jim's won none, lost six. So 
This week, I've gone for a five-team accumulator. Okay. Okay. Now, that five teams is the Rams to beat the Dolphins, the Browns to beat the Raiders, Kansas to beat the Jets with a 19-point deficit, (laughs) the Broncos to beat the Chargers, but the Broncos get a three-point head start. Okay. And the Titans to beat the Bengals. Now... Because I'm an absolute star, I put £6.38 on this, which is going to return me £82.10p if it comes in. Mm. I feel a cash out coming in. (laughs) Um, There's no way that's running all the way. I'm telling you that right now. Um, So, yeah, that now, that will leave me £39.68p in my ever-growing bank account. I'm like Scrooge McDuck. Swimming in coins. Hope one day you dive onto those coins, Dave. Maybe. See what happens. <laughs> I'm sure you'll swim. Okay, that's fine. Well, I'm uh, I'm back in the game with, with ten minus new crisp pounds yeah. to play with. So I've also gone for an acker. I'll try, I'll try to be boring like you, Dave. But I couldn't help myself. Some would say sort of boring. Some would say successful. Couldn't do it myself. I'm doing it for the pod. Okay. So I've gone. I've only gone for three teams. Yep. But all three are not the favourite. Okay. So they've all got worse odds than their opponent. Interesting. Okay. So Broncos are one of them then. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I have gone for uh, the Miami Dolphins. So a direct uh, contradiction to your pick there, Dave, because yep. you've gone for the Rams. I'm thinking that two is going to will them on to victory. You may well be right. Is one of yours the Steelers? Because I know the Steelers have worse pick, worse odds than the Ravens. Yes. It is. Yes. Thought it might be. Got the Steelers to beat the Ravens because it's in Baltimore. And the other team are the Minnesota Vikings to beat the Green Bay Packers. Wow. So, Uh, three teams. All away. All away. All got worse odds than the home team. It comes out at 23 to 1 odds. I've put a pound on, so I'm not going to be too silly. Gives me returns of 24 pounds and 2 pence if that comes in. I will not be cashing out. Unless <laughs> it's looking dodgy. <laughs> no, it's only a pound, damn it. You say, yeah, no, no, no. Don't look at it as only a pound. Look at it as it's, it's, it's 10%. 15, yeah, but look at it as though it's 15 quid that you might win. Don't look at it. If, if you're, sitting, you're, there, 15 pound if you're sitting there cashing out, I mean, you might do. Mm. If you're looking there thinking, oh, I can cash out of this for a tenner. Then you're not losing the pound that you put on there. You're losing the tenner that they're offering you in cash there and then. Got it. That's what they're doing. This is where you got it, Jim. I'm I'm happy with those picks. Cash out is your friend. You're not going to win this season. So you need some kind of success. I was doing all kinds of silly things, like you know, players getting certain yardage, or you know, you've done that once. No, I haven't done it twice. All right, you've done that twice. You had um, Burrow and Mayfield over three hundred, and Fulgham over a hundred. Other than that, you've done three teams. Up. I had both teams to score over thirty points. What about the one I did with the Jets and the uh, Jets and the Broncos? I had special teams touchdowns, longest field goals over thirty-seven yards, longest. That was so confusing. Touchdowns. It came in. It won. Yeah, exactly. Can anyone believe it? I was so confusing. It worked. Genius. I think the, you just tricked the betters. The bookies are sitting there going, "Hang on a minute, what's going on here?" They just probably couldn't be bothered to read it and they went, "Oh, I saw it. Don't have it." Yeah, but to be fair, I cash. I only because one of them lost because there was no special teams touchdown. It was a combination of the trebles. I, if there had been a special teams touchdown. I would have got 60 quid instead of okay. 16. Okay. Is there anything else we want to talk about, Dave, before we go? Um, 
No. The only thing is, this week I think the games go back to 6pm because the American clocks go back on Oh, the that was lovely after the 5 o'clock kickoff. I think. That was um, great. Yeah, check your local listings. It is good. Yeah, yeah the, the late game finishing before 1pm was... That was uh, nice. Go to bed and it's all done. Yeah. Uh, but no, other than that, no issues. Excellent. So make sure you're subscribing to the podcast, guys. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Jim and the King, at DenverDave30, at NFL Fan Support. Um, it's jimandtheking.com for the website. So make sure you're looking at that and sharing it. Please share it. You know, it doesn't hurt you to share it or to subscribe or to tell other people to do it. It would mean a lot to us, especially a lot to Dave. So... I mean, I'm not fussed either way, if I'm honest. <laughs> That's not what you told me last week. <laughs> so, guys, until next week, I've been Jim. That's been Deva David. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.